Hello, everyone, and welcome to the best and worst of Walt Disney World. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, and today's episode, we are going to be talking about the best movies to watch to get you excited for your Walt Disney World vacation, in our opinion. And to join me for this discussion, we've got Mr. Charles Boda. Hello, folks. Ms. Jackie Gailey. Hi. Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And Craig Williams in the back. Hi. Doing his best. Doing his best. Doing the best, the great work that we have done here. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Anyway, that thing he so does. Craig th- thought actually it was the one who said it would be uh, it will be a little more fun, a little more challenging if we, since there's five of us in this room, that we just limited it to one movie per each person, and then if we, depending on how long that takes us, maybe we'll mention a second. We'll see where the we'll see what the day takes us, but um, we just thought it would be fun to mention like. Um, you know, like I said, a Disney movie that you can watch like the day before, before it used to get you a little jazzed up for the vacation. Like I just did um, the Backstage Magic out in California, and right before I saw that the night before, uh, I was watching Saving Mr. Banks because I knew they were we were going to go to a bunch of spots where they had filmed the movie, and it was showing Disneyland at one part, and I, I it really did. I was like, oh, I'm excited, even though I was just there a week ago, but I was still like getting into it. So um, I thought it would be fun to do the same thing here, and I am going to pick Jackie. To go first. Ooh, I get to be first. Okay. So, um, I am kind of old-fashioned about this, but Peter Pan is my favorite, and that is the movie that I would pick to recommend that kids watch. But why, Jackie? Well, so there's a couple reasons. So, when I was growing up, I always thought it was really cool to go to a place in a movie that did not exist in real life. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. Also, my bedroom was up in the attic where the walls went straight and then they went up like this. Oh, you had and the, then the room like were, the kids. Yeah. I did. That's cool. And I also had a window at the end. So I used to like daydream. And, and you had a dog named Nana? I did not. <laughs> and the, and I did the not shadow have a man dog. who came into the house. <laughs> I know, right? That would have been cool. We didn't even have a VCR. So like I Peter Pan wasn't even a movie that I even watched regularly as a kid, but I think I saw it on TV once. And so it when I saw that room, I was like, Well gosh, maybe if I maybe if I kind of look out this window on a starry night, maybe I'll see a sparkling star and maybe you know maybe peter pan will come and well you know what i i I like about your story so i um i do not love disney's version of peter pan but that i love peter pan i love the story of peter pan i've read the books i've read the sequel the official the only official sequel to the original story peter pan and scarlet which is excellent if no one's read it read it um and like I love Hook, I uh, my magic for Peter Pan comes from the movie Hook. You know, oh, d- wow. despite how anybody feels about it. But that's when I learned about the story of Peter Pan. My grandfather, who passed away, took me out on the porch when I was like five years old because I didn't know who he was. And he points up at the stars, and you know, and says, "You see that one on the right up there? You know, the second one to the right. There's a place called Never Neverland. You know, so so I, it it does Peter Pan." Regardless of how you've heard about it or where you hear about it, it does have magic in it. You know, it, it mm-hmm. and I feel like Disney's all about that magic. So it it really does fit in line with that kind of you know, we say yeah. pixie dust, but it comes from Peter Pan, you well, know. So And yeah. when you think about going to a magical place yeah. like they do in Neverland, that's kind of the mentality that you should be having when you're preparing preparing for your Disney vacation is that you're about to be going to a magical place. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I would even say, uh, in terms of with Peter Pan, is you know Peter. Everyone does know the character Peter Pan. I think once you reach a certain age in Tinkerbell, but it, until you see like the movie, like that's you can't even appreciate when Tinkerbell flies during 
whatever fireworks show you have, you know, before wishes in the past, now happily ever after. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter what anyone says any moment in happily ever after. Like, in that, in that show, it is all leading up to that Tinkerbell moment at mm -hmm. the end. Like, they built that entire thing around that moment, whereas, like, in past shows, it was just like, here it starts, and then there's Tinkerbell. Like, this yeah. is reaching to that, and it's like... You know, if if you're not if you're not watching Peter Pan, then maybe you don't realize why she is so important in the the entire mm -hmm. history. Uh, you know, just being a Disney icon. I mean, I in my opinion, the the two Disney icons you have are Mickey Mouse and Tinkerbell. Mm -hmm. So Peter Pan's very very yeah. important. I mean, think about the original. Um, um, oh my goodness, the Sunday TV show with Walt Disney. Oh yeah. What do we? What is that called? Disneyland. Disneyland. Um, where, you know, he the, the Tinkerbell is shaking on him and he yeah. flies up. You know, it's, oh. it's, it's, it, it, Craig does make a really good point there. And it also, I, you know, we can also talk about the representation, the manifestation of it in the park as mm -hmm. well. Craig brought up the fireworks show. You know, there's oh. the obvious one, which is um, Peter Pan's flight. Peter Pan's flight, which is my absolute, yeah. oh, my and, absolute yeah. incredible favorite. I, that attraction is so cool. The first time I wrote it, I couldn't believe it. Mm. I mean, I couldn't believe that we were there. I couldn't believe that we were looking down at London. I couldn't believe it. So you were I, young when you wrote it the first time. I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I wasn't that young. I was like 13. No, but still, when I but, I, I remember having that same feeling I mean, that you talk about that London thing. You, yeah. When you're a kid with the, an imagination, which is what Peter Pan is all about, imagination. Yes. You do, you, I always, it's the same oh. with E.T. at Universal. I was always like, we are too high in the sky right now. <laughs> but you know what always, what blew me away the first time I went on Peter Pan, or the first time I remember, is like looking down at the track in the beginning, and like the track like splits away, and then my brain oh, I was like, Oh, I know what you're talking about, the, the one on the bottom, because you can see where the, yeah. and I did always think like, did we just really fly? You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. fun. They've, well, yeah. Uh, that ride also has one of the coolest, uh, Ride vehicles ever. Yes. I always wanted to become rich and turn one of those boats into a car and drive around. <laughs> it. It's like my favorite ride vehicle of all time. Yeah. And the other cool thing about Peter Pan is it's got so there's some crossover there because it's got it's for kids, but it's also got a cool action adventure element with adult pirates and stuff. So it kind of builds you up to uh, to go on Pirates of the Caribbean too. But it's got action adventure combined with this magical element combined with a childlike element so it, like it's hitting perfectly in all the things that disney represents to different people in the same story you yeah. know and i mean never growing up is their entire sales pitch pretty much you know we're all kids at heart so and it, that's my most yeah. favorite thing ever well and neverland is an era is a land built entirely on imagination that's that's the sometimes that's a part of the movie that I feel like is missing is the magic part of it. But, you know, this, so that's why I always loved Hook is because, you know, when they're trying to teach him how to be a kid again and they're like, pull out the meal and like every, it's what you want to imagine can become real. And I, that is who Walt Disney was. I feel like that yeah. was his thing is that anything I can put in my brain, we can make into reality. You know, it's just yes. how you do it. So it's really cool. But there are other representations of it in the park besides just that attraction and the, flight and there's another one does anyone want to talk about it character the fairy land well that's a tinkerbell specific thing but it's it's same that character. Was it, there's the character meet and greet you know yeah, yeah. but and the then they're you know he, they're represented in the parade as well right the parade mm -hmm. yeah she the, starts well she started what's the name the, of the parade 
the Main Street Electrical Parade. She started that one, but now the one there Festival now is the Festival of, Festival of Fantasy Parade. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really cool too. Um, and the other thing I was going to talk about too was the cruise that they they do there. So the the pirate cruise. Yeah. So I I went on that with my family, and it depends on who your captain is. But um, at the end of that cruise, we got to meet Peter Pan. Yeah. Oh, and so cool. that was really cool. But he's the, got the little he's got the Tinkerbell in the he, in the, in the little thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was so. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. But I I forgot about what you brought up. Yeah. So it, it's it's really just like your kids need to know about Pixie Dust. They need to know about it. They yeah. need to know where it came it's from. It's in the vernacular of cast members. Like it yeah. is. It was in when I was a cast member. There was a thing that we started with and it was two pins and it was Tinkerbell on each one and it was when somebody created Pixie Dust you know or magic moments stuff like that for you you gave them those pins and you said so one is for you and one is for you to carry this on and pass that Pixie Dust on to somebody else so and that was one of my favorite things when we when I first started that was you know, oh, I like two thousand seven. So those went away. But, love um, that. Oh. Yeah, so it's cool. There's just something about that that is just so cool. Well, and Craig and I, if you haven't seen it, there is a video on youtubecom unplugged where we they now have a Peter Pan float that we really enjoyed. That was oh, key yes. lime um, soft serve that was inside a sprite with like you know his feather. Um, the go visit our if people go visit our restaurant page. Was that Storybook Treats right? Mm-hmm. If you go to go to our our website and go to the menus, um, just by you know clicking on the Walt Disney World and then go to the restaurants and the menus, I actually put that video on Storybook Treats. Nice. So you can you see go. a video, the one that Rhino's talking about, where him and Craig sampled that mm-hmm. Peter Pan's float. So super cute. Yeah. Uh, the theming of the see, it doesn't take much, right? And if you have yourself in a mindset where Everything doesn't have to be spectacular. Okay? Like they it's a green float and it's got a little red feather. And so it's totally Peter Pan. It's totally perfect. It's really cute and it fits right in there. And it's fun and your kids will flip their lids about it cuz why not? It's fun. Right, exactly. Well, so Craig, we're talking about you a lot. What about you? What's your pick? Mm-hmm. Come back to me. All right, Charles. (laughs) Um, uh, Before I say my pick, by the way, uh, Hook is one of my favorite uh, movies ever. My grandmother took me to see it in the theaters before she passed away. It's like one of the best movie memories I have of all time. Um, And it holds up, by the way. I rewatched Hook about two months ago, and it is just phenomenal. I'm going to tell you, too, the the BGM at Hollywood Studios, which I think has since been changed, but it has the theme from Hook Mm -hmm. in it. And it is, for some reason... Hook-related paraphernalia is very difficult to come across, and um, but in the soundtrack now with streaming media is finally available on some stuff on like Spotify and things like that, and that is along with like the theme from ET or one of the few that I hear, and I, like it just does something to your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, That's um, but it's also Robin Williams has that history with Disney, so I mm-hmm. know it's not a Disney movie, but it rolls into that magic for yeah, me. Yeah, and it translates. I mean, it's Peter Pan. But I, oh, I know what I was going to say. My first ever Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party when I moved here, I dressed as Rufio, and Captain Hook had a sword fight with me. Wow. That's, so, you and make, he, a, you yeah, make a great yeah. Rufio. Thank yes. you. Go on. Bangarang. Um, so anyway, my pick is... You know, I'm, I don't know about just one movie, but I'll try my best. Try your hardest. <clears throat> um, 
It's got to be in the Star Wars franchise because there's so much Star Wars content that already exists and is coming up. So what I'd say for right now, me personally, if you've already seen the original trilogy, I'd watch um, The Empire Strikes Back because aesthetically... Okay. I think it, it, it you you seem visibly bothered. By I, this. I I do think <clears throat> that The Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie, but I my recommendation for your Disney vacation would be The Force Awakens. Well, you didn't let me finish. Okay. You you cut in <laughs> I'm you cut in you. with the like he's wearing a Star Wars shirt just <laughs> yeah. in case I'm that's not Ray on camera. Ray shirt right now, he takes so. this very <laughs> very passionate. No, what I was going to say is for right now, I think Empire Strikes Back. Once Galaxy's Edge opens up, mm-hmm. I would say you hop over to The Force Awakens. And the reason isn't because one is better or not, but when you're building excitement, you want to see the things from that movie. And I think that the stuff that already exists in the parks about Star Wars has the original trilogy aesthetic mostly in it. We can avoid the prequels just completely. But, um, you know, you've, uh, you go to Launch Bay and, you know, or even... Even uh, Galaxy's Edge, you know, like you're looking at um, walkers and stuff like that and cantinas. So the first two ever movies, A New Hope and Empire Mm -hmm. Strikes Back. Um, Once Galaxy's Edge opens up, though, you're going to see more First Order stuff and all of this. So your Force Awakens will be your go-to. I don't think you should handcuff yourself and just watch one Star Wars movie. But if you've already seen them and the plot doesn't matter and you're just trying to build excitement, then yeah, I'd probably go with a new hope or empire right now. I think it's a good idea. I mean, you're going to, the, if you haven't seen it, open yourself up to it. I mean, there's, I, it's a whole world. I was at Hollywood studios last night and the, the, um, uh, the star Wars fireworks, um, was started going off. And I was just like, man, this is a good fireworks show like that. I feel like it's almost underrated as it, you know, because it's kind of one of those where like, I, I don't, I'm just speaking for myself. You think Hollywood Studios I associate with Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. And so it's it was one of those like I kind of forget about the Star Wars fireworks. I thought about it more as a limited time offering and it's still going and it I think that's cool and then you could come into the park and the march of the For- first order is happening so like there's stormtroopers going and they're playing that music or that you're trying is- to walk anywhere and someone's blaring the <laughs> Star Wars theme song you are n- yeah. you're going to feel like a superhero. Yeah, the best part about the the first uh order march with uh Captain Phasma thing is they start to play this really fast-paced music, right? And whenever whenever that happens and I'm trying to weave through a crowd to go meet somebody, I honestly start to feel like I'm a rebel spy right, yeah. and that they are looking for me because there's this fast paced and I'm trying to like cut and weave through people and get <laughs> yeah, everywhere yeah. and awesome. I'm rushing on a mission with it's like movie of your important life. info in my backpack it's a laptop and a camera yeah. but it's yeah it really gets me into that well, it, Star Wars it's film. that storytelling you know Disney is all about storytelling and all aspects of that and it really pulls you into mm-hmm. the story you know on top of that you have like the themed food that's there right now you've got Star Tours you've got all that stuff so really I think to have the most most, the best experience at Hollywood Studios, you kind of have to have seen a Star Wars film. I don't know if anyone would disagree with me. I don't think you're going to have a terrible day, but I just think you'll get more out of the day. Mm-hmm. But Steve, yeah. what do you what do you think for your movie? So I was thinking a lot about this, and I would say for me, maybe Pirates of the Caribbean because of the attraction. Um, mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm, the first one, mm-hmm. just because it's, it's the best the one. Best yeah, one. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, <laughs> but this also, I mean, I, I think I'm not stealing yours, and I don't I think I'll you. be stealing Craig's, but also this extends to a lot of the mo- or 
movies that were inspired by the ride. So I guess you could also say uh, Eddie Murphy's Tower Haunted Mansion. Well, yeah, as bad as Eddie Ma- uh, Murphy's Haunted Mansion is, you go ahead and watch that. But don't, if I had to pick one, I'm going to say Pirates. Country Bear Jamboree, obviously, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, any any of the movies that are inspired by the attractions, even though some of them are horrible and kitschy, but like I, I, the the reason why I I think Pirates is a really cool choice is it it kind of it reminds me of those like adventure films that Disney used to make. You know, that was their the series of those type of films, and I. Swiss Family Robinson, and this is why I love The Treehouse, is because that was a movie I watched a lot as a kid, and I always thought it was, like, the coolest thing in the world. And um, I just, I think that you're probably not going to get as many people, like, I feel like people our age, like, I know that Craig likes the movie, too. Like, we'll probably show, you know, our the generation below us, but it's one of those movies that's going to just kind of disappear a little bit. Where And I think Pirates kind of embodies a lot of what was there that I loved in Swiss Family Robinson. So it still mm. has that this is a Disney movie, but it's like a good, it's, you know, it's probably maybe on the older side because it's PG-13, you know, a little scary with the skeletons and everything. But I do think it embodies like what adventure feels like in the Disney perspective, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Well, and I also just think that Pirates is such a key part. I mean, I think it's for most Disney park fans, it's most 90% of Disney parks fans would probably put it in their top five, you know, if not higher of favorite park attractions. So if you're, that's why I was thinking if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to go with the one that's a lot of people's favorite attraction. Mm -hmm. So what goes with that is the movie that corresponds. So, well, Craig, do you want to go next or you still, you want to go last? Uh, No, I'm I'm not ready. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) I'm going to say for me, I think toy story. That's what I'm going to say right now. You know, I, I'm just I'm thinking like, there, you know, it's pretty obvious the Toy Story Land. I went last night to finally see it at night. all lit up. I thought it was great. I did. Uh, I waited in line for Slinky Dog for 25 minutes or something That's like that. Bad, the fireworks going on. It had just rained. It was a perfect situation where I was able to get on there and do it at night. And I thought it was great. It was fun. But, you know, there's a lot of I, I just think back to the first Toy Story movie and there's a lot of. Again, it all kind of comes down to that imagination. Like we can all relate to thinking that like our stuffed animals. It was for me. It was always my stuffed animals that I would close the door and I'd be like, "Oh, they're up to something," you know. And like, <laughs> and I feel like that those that type of feeling and that type of imagination is like I said earlier, all what kind of Disney the man was all about and you know what they were really about when they were really like pioneering trying to make all this you know this place and these movies and and I just I think Toy Story is a really cool very relatable like I just love the idea that it's a man from the old west and it's a space thing from the future and it's so it's all about that fusion of like Tomorrowland versus Frontierland and I just kind of love how it all comes together in such a relatable story and you know, Toy Story is very present. Like, if you talk about where it is in the park, you've got Space Ranger Spin at Magic Kingdom, which I, you know, as smelly as the queue is, as we talked about <laughs> in another Best and Worst episode, you know, one of our gems. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I, I still think, like, it's a lot of fun to go through that and do that, especially because I watch, like, the Buzz Lightyear TV show and stuff. And as an adult, I still don't get tired of it. So, you know yeah. how kids sometimes get hooked on something? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, we all know I don't like Frozen. And so, like, some things, like, if you're hearing it over and over and over, it can grate on you. I feel like Toy Story doesn't really ever do that for me. I just think that, like, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen did such a great job with, like, the voices. And it is so relatable and how ridiculous Buzz Lightyear, but how Woody is also so ridiculous. And there's a lot of adult humor in there. And, like, you can, you know, so you've got Toy Story Land. You've got the attraction. You're going to see that them show up and 
all sorts of different places. So I, I just think it's a fun one. You know, it's got a nice like family togetherness and being like, again, anything is impossible. You know, you can imagine anything mm-hmm. and it can be possible. You and know? friends. And, yeah. You know, it's just it's really cute. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. Well, Craig. Oh, well, uh, Frozen. No, I'm joking. Uh, No one could probably guess mine from a mile away. Muppets. No. Oh. No, no, because that's that's too, uh, that'd be too hard, like, Charles, to just pick, like, one to pinpoint it. Mary Poppins. No, it's not enough in in, uh, actual Walt Disney World for it. It's a travesty that it's underrepresented. I'd probably say that if we were talking Disneyland, but Mm -hmm. not out here. I would choose Fantasia. So Fantasia Mm. specifically for Sorcerer Mickey in in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. It has uh, a place in so much throughout throughout Walt Disney World, whether it's in Fantasmic with uh, Sorcerer Mickey making his grand uh, appearance in that from the top of the the mountainous thing. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know the what, mountain. Peak. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it used to be a part of great movie ride represented. That's long gone now. Actually, the day we're recording this, it closed a year ago today. Oh, really? Just to date that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, but the, the icon of Sorcerer Mickey is just everywhere. Um, it, you even have Fantasia represented at uh, the All-Star Movies Resort. The golf course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have Fantasia mm-hmm. Gardens, uh, the, the miniature golf course where you can see uh, a lot of the characters, not just from Sorcerer's Apprentice, but all the other little segments during... Uh, the Mickey, the Mickey 3D show. The um, Philharmagic. Yeah, Phil- I couldn't remember the name. Thank for a you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're still. You're just helping me along on this one. Philharmagic. <laughs> uh, you you have it with that. Depending on what time of year you go, I also see like you know the the uh, Nutcracker suite selection during that. That's one of my favorite things to watch at Christmas time. Disney oriented because the Nutcracker is is Christmas, and now we're having Nutcracker in the Four Realms come out soon. Mm, true, uh, yeah. a couple months from now, and then I'm guessing if you watch this six months from when we're recording, we're going to talk about how that was such a flop, should <laughs> never happen. But it, it's there's so many there's so many inspiring moments in Fantasia, and it kind of is the opposite of what I believe Jackie said in regards to Toy Story and kids wanting to sit down and watch it, uh, unless you have special uh, special like kids that really love movies um they probably will not i sit struggled with it when all. i was a kid yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was just because i was waiting for them to say something and so it's sometimes hard i i don't i don't think it it's like how wally works but wally they're making noises to yeah. each other and they're communicating fantasia is this uh, like if you haven't seen it i don't know what's I'm, wrong with you but you should at least see parts of it i think i remember I, being a kid and fantasia 2000 came out i was like this will be the good one because i didn't understand because <laughs> it has 2000 in the title if <laughs> like blues the brothers blues 2000 <laughs> told me anything fantasia 2000 is gonna be a hit but it's awesome even like uh chernabog is like one That's, of the yeah. scariest villains and he's a part of phantasmic as well too i mean there's obviously he used to be a part of wishes too right there was like that they used the music yeah, from Yeah, they did use the music Fantasia. Yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And the woo! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh it's just it, it Fantasia will always be represented somehow in Disney parks in my opinion. It's always as long as there's Sorcerer Mickey, you yeah. always have that to grasp on and uh you know Sorcerer Mickey is probably the best form of Mickey. 
for a lot of people out there. So, oh man, yeah, we should definitely. do a best and worst versions of Mickey Mouse. There you go. Mm. That's our new. That's um, our new. Topic, I mean, there but. used to be a freaking hat in front of the Great Movie Ride. You used to be able to meet Mickey Sorcerer Mickey at yeah. Hollywood Studios. I have a couple of pictures did, of him, yeah. like up until they, pretty much till they removed the removed the hat and then yeah. put Star Wars in the animation building, uh, the launch bay over there, which we didn't talk about when we talked about Star Wars, but whatever. Um, well, yeah. Well, that's a good. That's a good kind of out in left field there choice. Um, but I definitely. And now all I can hear is the bump, 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 the when when they're throwing the buckets of water on mm-hmm. Donald Duck and uh, yeah, yeah. And I love that music. Also, um, I thought I see. I thought you would go with the uh, based on hit, um, the Sorcerer's Apprentice, starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, you know what? I actually do appreciate that movie. It's one of those ones. It's it's so bad, but uh, it's I loved it when it came out, and I still do. I I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was gonna like it too. Because I you you're like, is this based on that? Because they were like, they kind of tiptoed around yeah. the idea that they were like, it's inspired by, and you're like, well, there's brooms, and you're using the music, so I don't understand. But yeah, another you know, find those hidden gems. But um, yeah. So well that that so Craig gave us Fantasia. Charles says Empire Strikes Back, a Star War, and um, Steve, I forgot yours. Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, Peter Pan, Toy Story, some some good ones, and I'm sure there's plenty plenty more to choose from. Not I'm sure of. I know for a fact there are plenty more, but maybe we'll do another one later down the road. Um, about movies and stuff like that. Thank you guys for having this conversation with me. Thank you, Jackie, for joining us. Um, special guest. I, oh, you're welcome anytime. Oh, very fun. Love it. Um, and th- that'll do it for this episode. Make sure um, you're subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Unplugged, where you can get uh, this and many more different types of videos that we offer on the Diz Unplugged Network. And then, of course, subscribe to us on iTunes, rate and review us there. Thumbs up if you like this video on YouTube. Um, comments are always welcome about... Um, other topics that you'd like to see us discuss because that helps us plan it out and you know that we do this for you so um we will see you uh next time so have a great day everyone